This is the Truth Network. Hidden treasures of the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. What a delightful verse we get to dig in today in the Song of Songs, chapter 1, verse 4. We'll just go ahead and read it in English, and then we'll dig in. So, <laughs> again, the idea of this um, uh, that we're studying here in the Song of Songs is to understand further what the statutes are, or the hukum. And uh, as we look into our love story with God, there's nothing like the eight chapters of the Song of Song to help us understand the letter Het, which is the eighth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So verse four, draw me, we will run after thee. The king hath brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in thee. We'll remember thy love more than wine. The upright love thee. And so you can see you got several phrases that somewhat seem disconnected, but oh boy, do they come together. <laughs> when you really think about what, um, it's like Solomon had this crystal ball. He was going to look into the future because when you really look at these words in Hebrew, you can see that this is the journey of the disciple for so many levels. Because The idea of draw me is, is like take me, and when it says we'll run after thee, that means to follow me. In other words, he's taking someone and putting in a position to follow him. And what would you call that? Jesus calling disciples or calling you to follow him, right? I loved in the uh, series, The Chosen, how, you know, that was his word, you know, follow me, follow me. And then it says, we will run after thee. And, and that idea of running in Hebrew has everything to do with freedom, that the idea of servants didn't run, but the free people did run. And, you know, Jesus is all about freedom and the point is, is we're not just going to, um, when, we, when we have this choice to serve him, we're not going to just uh, walk like we did in the 119th Psalm. We talked about, I will run in the path of thy commandments when thou enlargest my hearts. And so our hearts. So as we look at this, we, we think, okay, here we go. He's going to put us in a position to follow him. And then we're going to run in that path because of you know, the fact that he enlarged our hearts, like like we talked about in the Dalit section of the 119th Psalm. That's the miracle verse in that particular section. And then it says, and this one just kind of was, wow, the king hath brought me into his chambers. Okay. And, you know, the clear understanding of that one, <laughs> if you look, that's back to the bedroom, okay, in the in the most innermost part. And, you know, this is the Holy of Holies, right? And the whole book is about the Song of Songs, which the Jews teach is the Holy of Holies of Scripture. Well, our hearts, if we think about it, our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, then our hearts are the Holy of Holies. And so here the king is taking us into his heart, and we're taking him into our heart, as the case may be. And what an amazing place to be. And when you get there, right, in your presence is fullness of joy. So why not? We will glad, we will be glad, just like in the 118th Psalm, we will be glad and rejoice in thee. Well, if you think about the disciples, right, he took them into his inner chamber, so to speak, and they ran after him. And then you could, you know, while the bridegroom was with them, they were rejoiced, they rejoiced and they were glad in thee. 
And then I love, I love, 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 we talked about wine previously in, in two verses ago when we were talking about kisses being better than wine. Here we have, we will remember thy love more than wine. Um, with, again, that idea of wine gets better with age. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know about you, but uh, the memories of serving with Jesus just keep getting better and better. In other words, when you think back to things that you did in serving Christ, you know, I've got so many different ways that God has given me this opportunity to do, whether it's the Christian Car Guy show or the Jesus Labor Love or in my special needs class or when I do the devotions, which I'm just coming back from. And I can remember those times where my 104-year-old friend, Miss Beck, would play the piano. And and as as time goes on, those memories are more and more precious, like the idea of wine gets better with age. And when you think about it, since we're headed to eternity, because we're going to be in the king's chamber, <laughs> wow, I mean, these things will just keep getting better and better. And then it says, this is one of the things I really wanted to land on here. It says, the upright love thee. Now, that idea of upright, you might remember as we were studying the 119th Psalm, when we get to the seventh verse in the Aleph section, um, it says, we will praise you with upright hearts when we have learned your righteous judgments. Well, the reason why I want to land here is the word upright is probably more or better described when you look at the definition in the Hebrew would be equitous. In other words, you got this idea of iniquity that we talked about in the 119th Psalm in the, I think it was the third verse, right? Um, it says, they also do know iniquity and they walk in his ways, is the third verse of the Aleph section. And so between uh, the seventh verse and the third verse, we have both ideas, this idea of uprightness, which is again equitous, versus inequitous or inequity. And, and it's interesting when you look at those two words that the idea, and I'm just not going to go through it letter and letter for you, I'm just going to give you the ideas I would interpret these, these letters and the words of what they mean. So when you look at inequity, it has to do with having faith in your own vision or believing that what you know is going on has to do with you, <laughs> right? You hear this constant, it's not fair, it's not fair, that's inequity, okay? Because we're, we're, we're centering the world by ourselves and we're going on what our vision for things should be rather than God's vision. Well, the idea of equitous or this idea of the upright that's described in this verse is like the polar opposite from a standpoint of that you believe in your heart that when something happens, even if it seems tragic, that it's going to work together because God's plan is it's all coming together and he's using these judgments in order to bring about the dross, or turn up the heat, so to speak, so the dross will come, but he will be in that fire when you're in the fire. But at the end of the day, when something like this happens, does your heart go to faith or does it go to fear? Do you believe that God was behind this and he's for you? Or do you somehow or another buy into the idea that God is judging you, you know, that God is not on your side? And that would be that it's just not fair, meaning inequity. Well, here he's telling us that those, you know, when it says the upright love thee, it's beautiful that here again, we've, we've had a, 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 an opportunity to talk about the two different kinds of love in the first verse, because 
it says that we'll remember thy love more than wine. That's that word, dalad vav, dalad love, the idea of serving that we talked about in the second verse. But here it says the upright love thee, and these are the people that are equitous. In other words, these are the people that believe God is for them and that things are working together for good. That idea of equity, well, these people love, ahab thee. And so we're seeing this contrast that, you know, those who are out there serving and whatever, that's one kind of love, the beloved, the David. And then this is the hob that the idea of, you know, that, that an expression of the father, how he really feels about us. And so I think it's absolutely beautiful, <laughs> I really do, that when we think about those services, things we did, that that love is going to be remembered by us better than wine. And when we think about just how upright, how God is working things, those are an expression of his love for us. We can kind of see the difference in the way that we use this word love. And actually in the third verse, which we talked about last episode, when it says that the virgins love thee, you know, there in that there is that ahab love, again, versus the dalad vav dalad love. And so as we go through this whole Song of Solomon, so we talked about the dalad vav dalad love, which is the beloved, which King David was the beloved, and you get the idea, is that of serving, of serving. But so there, there's an idea of serving that has to do with that kind of love. And then here's the other kind of love, which is an expression of how the God, you know, how the Father... Um, you know, takes care of us, so to speak. So beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for listening again as we dig into all these concepts and this idea of what is a statute as we draw closer to God, right? Then then we fall more in love with him. We're literally um, gathering the sheep. And, and that, as I'm understanding more and more, is this idea of a statute, which is het, the eighth letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and kuf, Um, which we'll talk about much in upcoming episodes. Thanks for listening.